0: Yo, 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 what's going on, Jim? Uh, welcome to the NS9 Post Game Show. Joining me tonight is uh, Doug. Doug, Pirates win 3 nothing against, uh, I think you said it before we came on air here, the uh, the Yankees C team. But uh, hey, 3 nothing performance, pitching did it's, what they were supposed to.
1: Right, it, it's a win, and in meaningless results, I'd rather talk about good things that happen instead of everybody striking out and all the pitchers walking everybody, so... It, it is exactly. a positive in, in that. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you look at the Yankees lineup today. Um, Isaiah Kiner, Falefa, Josh Donaldson. Those are probably like the only everyday players who were who in the lineup today. Right. Um, Peraza, Floreal were, were in there too. But, yeah, it was a split squad for the Yankees. Not their best foot forward. Um, but Pirates pitchers did their job. Uh, they yeah. win three to nothing. They gave up five hits, only walked one batter, struck out 12. Uh, Overall, a really good performance from the pitching staff. I think there were some good things to talk about on the offensive side of things as well. But I think, uh, I mean, let's start off with Johan Oviedo started today, uh, went three innings, scoreless, uh, gave up two singles, didn't walk a batter, struck out three. Slider was looking really good. Uh, It was definitely his, it was the best I think I've seen him look this spring.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he was efficient. Um, you know, he wasn't wasting time. He was he was throwing strikes. He was going after people. All that stuff you want to see in spring, right? You can't really the results, as we said, don't matter. But you mm-hmm. want to see a good approach. Um, you know, he 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 looked good.
0: Yeah, I um, mean, you mentioned that they're attacking hitters. I think that's kind of been an mo for this team, for at least the, the interesting people. I feel like that's kind of what they're hammering in people's heads this spring is. Attack hitters, get ahead in the count. We saw Brubaker do it yesterday. Oviedo did a great job today. Um, you know, we'll talk about how you know some of the bullpen pieces looked here too, but it seemed like they were just they were getting ahead of hitters all day long. And when you get ahead of ahead of hitters, you make their job
1: a lot harder. Right. I mean, it seems like we're, you know, going back to the old Ray Miller mantra, you know, the, the pitch clock's making them throw fast, but see, you know, work fast, throw strikes, you know, change speeds. Um, and that's what it seems like you said the people of interest um, that's what it seems to be the philosophy and maybe after three years I'm not sure about Oscar Marine it's like maybe he does know what he's doing (laughs) maybe he's going to get the best out of these pitchers Um, I mean it seems like he really has him focusing on throwing strikes you know not walking guys Um, and that would be such a pleasant change such
0: yeah really Um, I do want to go into this a little bit on Oviedo in particular. Um, I think we can probably all agree that he's not going to open the year in the starting rotation. Like it's that rotation seems pretty set with, you know, Keller, Contreras, Brubaker, Hill and Velasquez. I don't I don't I mean, barring an injury, I don't see that changing.
1: Right. Right. At this point, you can't even really argue it. They're all pitching well enough. Um, you know, nobody's just bombing out that it's like, all right, <laughs> you know, let's yeah. give them a shot. Yeah. So I guess my question
0: to you is, cause I, I know how I feel about this, but you know, would you consider having Oviedo, you know, start the year in A and be in Indianapolis rotation and kind of be that next guy up or
1: are you starting Oviedo in the bullpen come opening day? Now here's my, what I would prefer is that they went with a six-man rotation. I want him starting. If they're not going to do that, I would rather they get a little creative. I mean, who's the pitcher that we probably want to limit the innings most? That's Rowanzi. Rowanzi goes five, bring an Oviedo for four. You know, let's just – the bullpen doesn't pitch that day. You know we're not that confident in Derek Shelton's handling of a bullpen. And it's hard to judge because he's had terrible bullpens and they haven't tried to win. The – McCutcheon signing has me actually thinking they're trying to win this year because Mm -hmm. I don't think they would have brought him back. I don't think he would have came back if he thought, you know, in the sixth inning they're going to, with a you know, one run lead, they're going to bring in Embry again or Eric Stout or, you know, and just say, you know, another, another game Mm -hmm. over, another game finished. Um, So I I do think they're going to try to win this year. I, I think he'll, Maybe manage the bullpen a little better. I mean, hopefully there won't be the six inning, you know, saves for <laughs> um, uh, Bednar that sort of thing. um mm-hmm. But so why not? You, you know, you 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 pitch Rowanzi and you just keep Oviedo on that schedule. Um I know it's unusual, it's unconventional, but we need to do some unusual things. We we can't follow the status quo because we're not going to spend with the status quo. So why not let him pitch four innings? Have a sense that that day that the bullpen is just getting the day off. Um, you know, he and, and then someone gets hurt, Rich Hill gets a blister. You, you got a guy, you know, he's ready, He stretched out. All the little excuses they make to not bring someone yeah. up, hold someone back, that sort of thing. I don't want to see him in triple A. I, I don't, you know, I, I mean, I think he'll go down there and dominate triple A, which great you know great for the fans of the indianapolis indians i want them up here i want them contributing uh six-man rotation to me uh you guys pointed it out uh when dk was a guest you know you don't you you say six-man rotation oh you never need that in april you could use that this april there's one or two off days i mean there's you know and some tough opponents so if they went with that i I wouldn't be but i want to see oviedo uh, pitching multiple innings i don't want him languishing in the bullpen and, and, you know, then having to start a game and can only pitch three innings this game and four, in, you know, just mm-hmm. put them on a regular spot, you know, piggyback, whatever you want to call it. I don't care. But uh I mean, you could do it with him or the or maybe do it with Velasquez, whoever you, you, you know, and again I would assume that you're hoping Velasquez is going to be effective enough that you don't have to protect him. But Rowanzi obviously they're still going to, I don't want to say limit his innings, but they're, they're still going to handle with kid gloves.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. So you're saying more six man rotation, but not in a way that you have like six different starters. You're basically saying like have one of those pitchers days be like a piggyback situation.
1: Right. I mean, I, I think, I mean, of, how often are they going to let Rowanzi pitch seven innings, six innings, especially yeah. I I don't see it unless he's, you know, super effective and, and really keeping the pitch count low. Um, again, it's, it's, it's always been hard to judge Shelton based on the team he's had, wondering how much influence Charrington has, uh, you know, the moves, that sort of thing. But one thing I'm pretty certain of, he's not letting a lot of guys see a road, you know, the, the lineup a third time through. Um, yeah. So, you know, if, and if you're going to play that way, and if that's going to be your philosophical approach, why not piggyback somebody, um, and, and then, like I said, you've got somebody, someone that you believe in, someone that you think can be effective, um, you assume is going to be in the rotation. He's the first guy if someone gets hurt. He's the first mm-hmm. guy if someone gets traded. He's the first guy if someone's ineffective. So, you know, let's yeah. have him stretched out. Let's have him on a on a schedule. Um,
0: yeah. Okay. I can, you know what, I could live with that. What I can't live with is Oviato being in AAA. Like I don't think like that's that would be I think an an awful decision with a team that you know they they need pitching Uh, and Oviedo last year threw fifty six innings in the major leagues at a three two one earned run average a three seven four FIP like the guy performed and he had success in the major leagues last year and you can't say that about too many people in that bullpen right now you can't say that they. Had success. Last no, year.
1: no. I mean, for the last yeah. three years, the bulk of this team has has not had success. The bulk, the bulk of the yeah. pitchers have been bad. um So why not? You you got a guy that you know he pitched well. He looked good. Um, I know we hate the Cardinals, but the Cardinals do draft well, yeah. develop well. I mean, you know, he's probably been coached up pretty good. Um, I want him pitching right. I I said I don't want him wasting away in A. Uh, he's one of the 12 or 13 best pitchers in this organization. Um, why in the world would you put him a tra- Cause it's not even for service time manipulation, which I'll give them some, you know, I, I okay. It, I don't like it. I understand it at least, but if you have him in triple a, because, I don't know. I mean, you know, he, yeah. he should be starting. He he should be in the major league on the major league roster, and he should be pitching multiple innings. Um, and and okay. uh, it would be a waste, and like you said, it'd be criminal to have him yeah. the opening day starter for the Indianapolis Indians.
0: So. Let's, uh, let's kind of wrap up the Oviedo talk here. We're about 10 minutes in. I don't want to spend too much time on him. But um, the rest of the bullpen, let's just kind of quickly go through, you know, the interesting folks here. Jose Hernandez came in for the fourth inning. Roll five pick. Looked really good. Uh, one perfect inning. Struck out two batters. Um, the stuff looked great. Holderman also comes in, does the same thing. Perfect inning, two strikeouts stuff looked great. He hit 99.7 on the gun at one point was where he topped out at. Um, And then Carmen Majinski comes in and looks really good and he's looked really good all spring. So
1: he's been a really pleasant surprise. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, you know, he, he has not been doing this in the minors. So if if he's about to step up and make a breakthrough, because I don't think we've really included him a big part of the future plans. And, uh, And and maybe he Mm -hmm. still isn't, but if he has sort of a breakout season, he could be an excellent trade ship or, or somebody else, you know what I'm saying? Some, we, yeah, he could be of of value if he starts pitching like we thought he would, maybe after he was taken, but he was a supplemental pick, I think, but, you know, he was what, 35th, 36th pick in the draft, something along those lines.
0: 31st overall. So, I mean, that's basically a first round pick. Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, no, and, and I guess my thing with Majinski in particular is he's been uh, he's been starting, you know, and, and which is right. fine. Like start all your way through Double A, you might as well. Absolutely. Um, and I think the whole time, like I like, and I saw him for the first time in person last year, and I was like, this guy just he looks like a reliever, right? And I think he could be a good reliever, uh, and we're trying to we're kind of seeing that now, where you're you're seeing him in spurts now, like one inning at a time. The fastball looks great. It's 97, 98. The slider looks great. He's got those two pretty good pitches. Um, I'm I'm curious to see what they do with him in Indianapolis this year. Because he will start in Indianapolis this year. It's right. just a matter of are they gonna put him in the rotation or are they gonna ma- be like, hey, you know what? You're a reliever, and then you know, we want you to get some innings under your belt here, and then we want you to help you out and help help us out in the major league bullpen because he right. seems like a kind of guy right now where you know, if if he's a starter, he's a fringe fifth guy, like probably at best. Right. But out of the bullpen, he's looked really good this spring.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I mean, how about yeah. that Indianapolis rotation this year? Right. Burroughs, Priester, Ortiz. Yeah. You know, Majinski. I mean, I, Bolton. I know they've transitioned to the. Uh, to, I mean, he looked good today too. Um, yep. Yeah. Bolton
0: pitched the ninth. Uh, looked looked good too. Yeah. Um, and then Holderman again. I I I don't have. I feel like there's a lot of people who are real high on Holderman, and I can yeah. I can get it. The stuff right. looks good. Like the fastball is intriguing, right? Um, I guess I'm just
1: intrigued. It's hard. The it's, official it's, word of North Shore it's Nine. The official word. <laughs> uh, I guess yeah. it's just
0: hard for me, in particular, to get intrigued about a what is he now? Twenty-eight, twenty-seven-year-old relief pitcher. You know, right. I, I just who has trouble I think, staying healthy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think he has the potential to be fine, but he looked good today.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't argue with today's results and he he has looked good. He looked good in the short time that we saw him uh, last season. Uh, Yeah. Again, he's, I've heard some people say that he might not start on the MLB roster and, i'd be surprised yeah yeah i mean because they do seem high on him right yeah and, and i mean you know charrington's got ego he acquired him and and you know it's like you know he's gonna get his opportunities
0: yeah and then the other one too and actually bucko mike brings it up here um dowry moretta you know he only threw i think like five pitches today he got right. a double play so he, he didn't throw a whole lot but he also hasn't given up a run this spring. I don't know he's how much exactly. good, right? he's So he's, I mean, he's three innings so far, scoreless, struck out five, one walk, uh, one hit. So he's also looked good. I, Fangraphs actually has Moretta making the team, like on their roster resources page. Um, I think he's probably on the outside looking in right now, but he's definitely not hurting himself this spring.
1: Right. right. You know, the the Robert Stevensons and, and Dwayne Underwood Jr. is the world – Better be effective, right? I mean, there it's mm-hmm. there's a. I, I mean, I tweeted this out about the outfield competition, but it doesn't look like anyone's getting the job by default, alright They're gonna have to earn the job, and, and that's refreshing, <laughs>
0: you know. Yes,
1: yeah. we're, we're not mm-hmm. giving the job to Cole Tucker and Anthony Alford and Alan Embry. You know, it's like there's you've got to earn it. Now we'll see how mm-hmm. they follow through with that and stick with it, and you know, because we know. I mean, they generally know who they want you know, coming into spring, there's very few opportunities to, for someone to surprise, you know, Diego Castillo last year is, you know, someone going to get right. that kind of chance. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like the competition. I, the The pitching clearly looks like it's going to be better this year. Um, I can't say it's- that about the hitting yet. Right. I mean, it's, yeah. it, it, you know, we could easily be a roster of five guys hitting 200 again. Um, and maybe they get on base a little more. Maybe they have a little more pop, mm-hmm. but it still looks like it, there could be, you know, five through nine could be a bunch of 200 hitters, or if not, maybe 183 and, and your boy Austin hitches, right. you know. But it we'll get the hedges yeah, later. I <laughs> promise. Does.
0: I promise we'll get the hedges later. <laughs> I'm,
1: I've been looking forward to that, but it does <laughs> look like we'll pitch better. Um, and, uh, so, maybe less 18 to 2 and more 3 to 2 losses. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I think the
0: thing about the pitching is you're, I don't know how good these guys are, especially the bullpen. Like, I don't, I'm not seeing anyone who's, who's going to be like a dominant reliever, right? Unless you want to say Bednar is your dominant reliever. Mm-hmm. Um, the, and, and, but I think there's some guys who are on the cusp of, of being able to do that. Like you look at the guys who were in the minors and their prospects. Like I, you know, you, you see what we've seen out of Majinski. You see what we've seen out of like Kyle Nicholas. I think those guys like have the potential to be guy, like be Hernandez in the bullpen, Uh, you know, Hernandez. I mean, Jose Hernandez pitched today. He's looked bad at times this spring, but he's looked good too. So he's been, which I mean, he's a, he's a roll five pick. So he he is what he is. I I think I've said this about just
1: if we don't have to hide him, if we can use him, if, if, Mm -hmm. if, you know, somebody goes five, he comes and pitches the sixth inning or, or, you know, better yet, if, you know, last year, Zach Thompson would have three bad innings and then we'd bring in Bryce will and he'd have three worse innings. You know, if somebody has three bad innings and he comes in and just gets three outs, Mm -hmm. you know, it just keeps it and lets it, you know, not uh, just be a a runaway where you keep us in the game a little, if he can do that for the first part of the season maybe you move him into, you know, a little more difficult situation as the, do you remember Scott Sauerbeck mm-hmm. uh, left? Right. You know, rule yeah. five, uh, left-hander from the Mets. He, we started out using him in, you know, mop up and whatever. By the end of the season, he was in high leverage. Now I'm not, again, I don't expect to see Jose Hernandez, you know, in the eighth inning, you know, coming in with two on and, and that sort of thing. But if, if we could eventually use him in the seventh inning uh, against the lefty or something, that'd be great. You know?
0: Yeah. And I think that's just what you're looking for with a Rule Five pick. Like you're not like you're not expecting these people to be impact arms right, right away. No, not at all. You're hoping. I just don't want you're to use you can them. Can
1: catch like they did Oviedo a couple of years ago. Just did not use him. So we were just carrying a guy and getting nothing. I mean, if for as many mm. bad losses we have, we couldn't throw the guy out there for two innings. <laughs> you know, we threw out Josh Van Meter. <laughs> you know, yeah. we can't throw out an actual pitcher. <laughs> you
0: know. <laughs> yeah. Now Tyler brings up a good point here. And this is kind of what I was getting at is I don't know how many of these guys are dominant, but there's a bunch of guys who were probably at least major league pitchers. Right. right. So I don't know how good they are, but they're at least like they right. belong on a baseball team. Yeah. They, they, and we I mean, haven't they look had like, that in a few years.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it looks like yeah. that they come in and you can expect them to get out and not just, yeah. Oh no, they're just going to throw gas on the fire. Uh, you know, I'll just be thrilled if Dwayne Underwood Jr. never pitches a two-inning stint. You know, he he, he gets those three outs and mm-hmm. Sheltie goes right to him. And next thing you know, we've given up four runs. You know, if we just bring in another guy who can get people out.
0: Yeah. Let's uh let's switch over to the hitters today. Um, let's start off with the positives. Positives. Um Brian Reynolds first home run of the spring. I think that was his first home run of the spring. Maybe his first second. home
1: run, first RBI.
0: Yeah. yeah, so that was his first home run. Um, but Even more impressive, the two hardest hit balls today came off of the bat of Key Brian Hayes, 108.1 miles an hour, 106 miles per hour. One of those went over the fence. Uh, So Key Brian Hayes, second home run of the spring, he's slugging because he's got two homers and a triple. He's slugging 846, Doug. He's getting some lift on that ball. <laughs> he's not- hitting the ball hard. He's doing exactly what like you want to see from Ke'Brien Hayes. He hit hard all last year. He just never drove the ball right. with any kind of authority, and you're seeing that now. Now, we've seen Ke'Brien Hayes have really good springs before, so will this translate to the regular season? I don't know,
1: but you're but seeing the good approach. Right. And, and it's not just the results, it's the approach, right? I mean, he just, just kept smacking the ball into the ground last year and, and always going the other way. He's driving the ball. Um, he, he looks like he's trying to get a little lift. Um, so, you know, that's what you want. You want to see that he recognizes what his weaknesses were, what his issues were, and he's, you know, striving to improve them and, and having, it looks like, some positive results. It, again, it's spring. We'll see. But uh, y- you like the approach. And he's doing it with a bad thumb, apparently. It was, you know, again, it's like, yes, no, not one of these things again.
0: Yeah, I wanted to bring that up because yeah. I mean there was, that came out I think yesterday or the day before where right. you know he's dealing with some issues and it's like, oh geez, I'm expecting the worst. So right. ho- luckily he came out today, hit yeah, a home and, run in his first game. Yeah, right. game so and just crushed was, it a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Um, on the flip side of someone who we're talking about, you wanted to talk about Jack Sawinski a little bit. Right. Let's uh you know what what are you seeing out of him this spring and what
1: are you kind of most interested nothing. in? Nothing. I've seen nothing. <laughs> and I mean he did you know, he's drawn a couple walks. I am okay. just wondering, like we've assumed and talked all offseason, you know, you know, he hit 19 home runs last year and his numbers were a fluke on the road and well, it it seems to me that he can get one pitch and do a lot of damage with it. Well, major league pitchers, major league scouts, they're all pretty smart don't throw him that pitch right i mean Mm -hmm. so i'm wondering if if he can make the adjustment uh because again he's he was a 200 hitter who didn't get on base who only you know hit home runs really and 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 only did it at pnc park that's not the best resume and to me right now kenneth smith and Jigba, cal mitchell and my boy swaggerty have all looked better than him um now, now I know he has got the the only real track record of the three, but I'm I'm wondering, and my question is, can he play himself off the major league roster in this spring? Is there any chance that you know we have an opening day roster that Swaggerty's in Indy or no? I'm sorry, uh, Sewinski's in Indy, and you got Smith and Jigba, uh, you know Travis Swaggert and Brian Went- uh, Reynolds, in the opening day starting outfield, something along those lines.
0: Yeah. So I think to answer your question, is there a way for Jack Sawinski to play himself off of this roster? I think there is a way for that to happen. Um, is what he's doing now that way? I, I think no. Like, no, probably. I, right. You know, I mean, you still look at it, and he's, he's still kind of showing you what he showed you last year, right? I mean, right. pretty good walk rate, striking out a lot. Um, but the power, he hasn't really shown the power this spring. It's only been 16 at bats. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, right. We know the power. He, I know he's there. got it. We know this he is, has just, it. It's yeah, legit. Right. Yeah. So I don't think, I don't think he's done anything quite yet to play himself off the team. I don't think those other guys you mentioned have done enough to, you know, supplant his roster right. spot. I, I agree. Now, Nobody's grabbed yeah. it.
1: Now they, they, they've looked all mm-hmm. look a little better recently
0: uh Mitchell had a couple
1: hits off lefties uh I think it was yesterday um you know uh Kanan Smith had two hits tonight uh I I I think the biggest thing working against Swinski is that they want him to play center field right now if Mm -hmm. Travis Swaggerty continues to play well I mean he's clearly a better center fielder um you know if you were just putting you know leaving Swinski in right field um and just counting more on the power and, and his defense decent. I, I mean, he's a, he's a good defensive player, but mm. I, that does change the dynamic a little, but I mean, again, I, you know, I would say there's a 98% chance that, you know, opening day in Cincinnati, he's in the lineup. Um, I just don't know. I we will see. I mean, yeah, he, he's... I think,
0: I think in a perfect world, Jack swinski's not a starting outfielder, right? right. Like he's, he's a guy who you maybe have, playing in a platoon you're giving them oh, yeah. you know 250 to 300 plate appearances a year and they're strategic yeah. against righties you know where his can profile really for a fourth
1: outfielder power. is great right i mean you know he, he you know he can hit righties he can hit for power yeah. and he can play any of the three outfield positions so yeah, yeah i mean th- that'd be great and that that would be great news for the pirates if that's what happens if he's mm-hmm. if if he ends up the fourth outfielder and some of these other guys come through be spectacular but Yeah. I just, uh, I I don't want to see him handed just, I I don't want to see it have a Mm -hmm. terrible spring. Um, and one of those three other guys is hitting 380, and he still gets the job, you
0: know? No, I get, I get that. And, and Swaggerty has looked good, you know, this past week or so, like you mentioned, Mitchell and Smith and Jigba have been turning it on Smith and Jigba with another, like I said, two hit performance today, stolen base, uh, you know his on-base percentage is up to 429. right? And um, he and Jacob,
1: so. to me of of the three, and again, I'm a I'm a swaggery guy because I like good outfield defense, and I I know we all love to say the bat will play, but dear lord, this is a team that can't score runs. We can't be giving away free runs. We can't just be giving runs away on defense. Um, so, but swaggery has to hit. I mean, he can't just be you know and I mean, he has to be better than an average hitter, but. Uh, Candace Smith and Jigwick gets on base, and we don't have a lot of guys on this team, um, especially the younger guys. Uh, I guess you yeah. know, Troy and the Santana veterans do and it, yeah. the veterans do, but it yeah. sure would be nice to have you know, somebody the other age of 35. Yeah, <laughs> they could get no, on. I base. hear you. And,
0: uh, and, and you actually mentioned one of the guys I wanted to talk about too. He don't, I mean, you know, he had three, three plate appearances today, but uh, Carlos Santana, I just I wanted to just make a mention of him. Like I feel like every time he goes up there, just a professional at bat, he works to count. He's you know he's not hitting that well this spring so far, but he's got a 364 on base percentage just because his he's walking so much. He's
1: taking walks, right? Yeah, he he never looks lost or fooled or you know he he seems to go up there with a plan and approach. He's not chasing bad pitches, and right you think okay you're you're right. The results. He hasn't had a bunch of hits yet, but I mean, that comes and, you know, he's a veteran. Yeah. We know that he knows how to do that. And, uh, again, you know, like Vogie last year, it's just be nice for these young mm-hmm. guys to see a guy, you know, have an example of someone that's like, look, you don't have to go up there and swing three straight times and come back to the, you know, dugout shaking your head. Um, you know, have a plan, you know, take a pitch. It's okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, he's looked, he's looked good. I think, um, I think I'm going to enjoy seeing him in the lineup because he's just, he's not an easy out. Like the pitcher got, right. it, you, you've
1: got to work as a pitcher when you're facing Carlos Santana. Right. And that's what we, you know, we just, yeah, we need five or six guys to be doing that. You know, we, I mean, we know your boy, your boy Hedges is not going to be doing that. Right? <laughs> he had a hit. Right. Come on.
0: <laughs> so can we talk? Let's, let's, I can't, let's end the show. We're at 27 minutes. Let's end the show with Hedges. Okay. Doug, I'm so tired of the Austin Hedges propaganda. Why are so many people saying, like, first off, Greg Brown mentioned on the broadcast today, like, you know, Austin Hedges will be the starting catcher come opening day. And I get it. He is. But we shouldn't just be, like, letting that go without any sort of, like, rebuttal or argument or this is really stupid, you guys. Doug, the team's number one prospect is a catcher. He's a major league ready catcher. Right, and instead of playing him, they're gonna trot out a guy who hasn't posted a weighted runs created plus over 50
1: since 2018. Right. <laughs> it's been since right. 2018, no. Doug. And to me, it contradicts what they say they're doing. You bring in Austin Hedges, sure, to work with pitchers, but mm-hmm. also to work with the young catchers. So if he He's, you know, again, the propaganda what a great leader, what a great teammate, what a great coach. He's going to coach him up. Well, then why isn't Andy going to be up there with him on day one, right? Andy could yeah. catch three times a week, Hedges could catch the other three or four, and then could, you know, mm-hmm. move around, play some other positions, and he could be there yeah. being coached by Hedges, right? There's, I, I'll give you, I'll give you 30 days of Andy at a Although I mean, what is, is Carter Binns going to coach him up better than Austin Hedges? I mean, it makes more sense that he's with Austin Hedges. I understand service time and all that stupid crap. Extend him, solve that problem, right? We we know that he's going to come up and hit. I'm not saying he's going to hit 375, but don't you get the feeling that his ceiling is like 280? That that he is got that, that he just has such a great approach approach at the plate he looks like such a good hitter he looks like he knows what he's doing he's really athletic let him work every day with hedges and and, yeah right i I get you're gonna want you know certain Mm -hmm. situations maybe with the younger you know let let andy catch velazquez and rich hill you know and and let hedges catch Mm -hmm. uh the younger guys that there's things you can do here um let Andy come up and besides i have bet $17.68 that Andy Rodriguez will win rookie of the year and it'll pay 13 or 1326 and i'll have a better shot if he's up on day 1 <laughs> right?
0: there you go so you've got you've got your investment into that right i but mean, like
1: 1768 jim <laughs> yeah
0: no that's hey that's yeah. that's good but i mean yeah austin hedges <laughs> i just i can't with the guy like i get I get he's good with pitchers. He's a good right. defensive catcher. He's a good framer. Whatever. You right. those things right. don't make up for a 163 batting average and a 248 slugging percentage. Right. The, it doesn't matter how good you are. Right. You can't hit
1: that bad. Those in the are major the leagues. things that make a backup a good, you know, make him a good backup. Yep. Right. A that's what, look, look, yep. you know, he's going to coach up the pitchers. He's going to coach up the young players. He's all these yeah. things. And when he comes in, you're, you know, defensively, you're going to have an edge, but that was mm-hmm. That's what makes him a good backup. And again, yeah. if you start the season, them coin to splitting time. And then as it evolved, you know, in June, maybe Andy's catching forward to, you know, that sort of thing. But yeah, it, it makes perfect sense. And I said, I'll, I'll give you, you know, NB hasn't had a lot of time above double A, let alone triple A. So if you said a month, but yeah, you know, I agree. I mean, that would yeah. be my approach, but I mean, right. it's going to be June 21st. And I mean, by then we're all going to be, I, I'm, I'm tired of all the sort of, Oh, look at Rich Hill. He's talking to Oviedo. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, so did Jose yeah. like, we forgot that Quintana did this last year. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I get, we needed veteran leadership presence, but I'm not ready to throw a parade because Kutch and Hayes were playing catch. You know, they, I don't, that, that doesn't necessarily mean that they've had, you know, Barry Bonds played catch with people and everybody hated him. Right. You know, so yeah. um, it, it, I don't want to understate that. I mean, the, we, this team needed veteran presence and we have it, but let's not oversell it versus actual results. Actual production, because that's important too, right? <laughs> and yeah, I, and, and we don't seem to have a lot of that. And where we have it available, we, we've decided we're going to. and he has got some things to work on. We've given him a list, and when he accomplishes these things, which will just happen to be on just June seventeenth, right? Happen to be, right, he'll, to be he'll hit all the markers on June seventeenth. You know, yeah. apparently he's gonna you know, be kind of kind of lazy and not really focus and and you know and right. I mean he's going to be down there if he's in AAA. He's going to be hitting 350 and we're going to have to listen to, you know, Greg Brown explain that he still has some things to work on as as the the mouthpiece and you know, Charrington saying, "Yeah, we oh, I I you're right. I'm I, I don't want to listen to it. I'm not buying it. We all know what it is." And uh yeah, I mean he should be. He, he and he's proving it. He's proving it in camp. Um yeah, it's just Cheap I'm sick of nonsense. it, right? 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 I'm, it's just I'm yeah, sick of yeah,
0: it, like so right. And they, I'm sick of know. people. I'm sick of people telling me that he's not ready either. Be yeah. like, you know what? This is. I'm, I'm not going to get into it too much, but I want to be entertained when I watch baseball. Right. So I want to watch a guy who I want to see in Andy Rodriguez, who doesn't suck. Mm-hmm. I don't care about Austin Hedges and his 163 batting average. Well, I and we know what's going to happen.
1: When he comes up, we know what's happening. Nothing, right? He's not going to advance the runner. He's not you know, nothing is going to an out is going to occur. With Andy Rodriguez, you get the feeling, you know, it's it's like watching Cruz, something great could happen. Something great could happen every at bat. With Austin hedges, you're, you know, you're going to the bathroom. You're you're, you're going to get another beer. You're not you, there's no reason. I don't care if bases are loaded. It's two outs. It's bottom of the night. You you know, <laughs> you know what's Turn coming it off. Turn <laughs> the TV off. Yeah, yeah. It's just get ready to do uh, the post game. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, hedges. Can we? Like, I just wanted to PSA to everybody. Let's just stop it with the hedges propaganda, guys. Andy Rodriguez is better. He should be the starting catcher on this team. Mm-hmm. And whatever you say otherwise, like you're just wrong. You're just repeating nonsense, and you're wrong. Andy Rodriguez is the better catcher right now. He should be catching.
1: Also, and it puts Henry Davis at AAA working with that those young pitchers that he's going to be catching at some point. You know what I'm saying? The other, You're going to be moving him down to A to accommodate Andy at AAA. I mean, it's just a bad, bad move <laughs> all the way yeah. across the board. And I mean, they couldn't wait. It was January 3rd. They're telling us neither one of them will be up. I mean, come on. I can't stand it. No, I can't dead. stand it. It is I am with you. I'm, I'm with you. All right. I was hoping to be well, able to mock you on something, but yeah. You know, sorry, you were above reproach. We today. mostly agreed with everything. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <so. laughs> where's the <conflict>? all right?
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> 35 minutes in. Pirates win three to nothing. Um again, pitchers look good. There was some good stuff on that, but pitchers pitchers look good today. Um anything you want to add before
1: we hop off here, Doug? No, I I think we've covered it. Um mm-hmm. Let's, uh, you know, we'll be back soon. Hopefully right, with more good Andy talk.
0: Yeah. We're going to, I will not shut up about Andy Rodriguez until he's in Pittsburgh.
1: I give, yeah, you, until, I give until you my he's, word. Right. I'm, I'm with, <laughs> I, I hope so. I, I, I yeah. look forward to following that, right? yeah. it. Yeah. Give you my it's word. True. It's true. Yeah. It, we don't need Pleweki. We don't need Heineman. We don't need, I mean, he's so much better than any other option we have. Even if he's not ready, he's better.
0: And on that note, you've uh, been listening to the NS9 Post Game Show. Thanks, Doug. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank um, you Yeah, we. Uh, I guess our next show will be sometime next week. No Starbucks next week. I'll be. Uh, I'll be out of town, but who's, yeah, we'll who's do some guest? more post game shows. Who's the guest for know. the next
1: North Shore Nine? Do you know, I don't know if we have a guest yet this week. Oh, well, and on. once we guys get one, killing it. Great guest yeah. on North Shore Nine here. Week after we've week been, after week. We've had some good guests. I agree. Yeah. So, All
0: right, guys. Well, 3 nothing. Pirates win again. The, uh, their fourth win of the spring. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch you later. Later, guys. See you. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can. Uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot. But if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go, Bucks.